Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Each week, our hosts will be interviewing local, regional, and national business leaders to give you an inside peek into how they lead their business to success in the ever-competitive business climate. Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Today, I have a very special guest, Per Chauffeurs. Per, otherwise known as The Price Whisperer, is a thought leader and author in everything pricing and how companies can use pricing to drive higher growth, sales, volume, and profits. He is a sought-after speaker for various conferences, appears regularly on podcasts and business radio shows, and gets routinely quoted in the financial and business press. Per, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, uh, Lance. It's a it's a pleasure to be on the show. 100%. Pleasure on this end as well. Uh, before we get into exactly what you do, I'm so interested in what you do uh, and, and that Nick, you know, that name that that you have, the Price Whisperer. Tell yeah. us how you got here. You know, are you a, are you from a family of entrepreneurs? What drives your entrepreneurial spirit? Well, uh, no, I'm not from a family of entrepreneurs, um, but I've always been. I've always been itching for something new, right? And um, uh, and I know that in, 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 in the days before I got my first CEO job and sort of had to make all my decisions myself, I, um, you know, I, I was working for companies and 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 it was, um, you know, I, I, I got bored. So every time there was some it was the same when I did my military service, it was. Every time there was, they were asking for volunteers to do something. I I raised my hand, you know, because I was just bored. <laughs> so, so I think that's part of of um, of this sort of entrepreneurial um, um, journey, if you like. Um, the reason I got the name or the moniker, the the Price Whisper, is is that I um, I was simply called the Price Whisper so many times by folks that I knew that. Um, that um, I, I decided to adopt the moniker and, and um, you know, if nothing else, because I got such a weird name um, that uh, it's hard to pronounce and, and, and even harder to spell. So, uh, but the price whisper is a bit easier, right? So. I like it. Yeah. It really sticks for sure. It rolls off the tongue and all that. Yep. Um, well, let's get into pricing. Um, what do you think are the, are the uh, top three pricing mistakes that companies oh, make? Um, <laughs> Well, um, the first off is is and, and maybe this is this is more a generic thing. It's it's you know it's that um, companies and entrepreneurs in particular they don't think about pricing, and if they think about pricing, they they turn over and go back to sleep. You know, um, and so so a lot of companies spend uh, very very little time on on and an effort on and resource on pricing, and and that shows and that it it shows as. The result is that they're leaving massive amount of money on, on the table. And, and and this also leads to those three top pricing mistakes, which is the first one is, is, is and this is probably the most common one, and that is to try to find the price of a competitor and, and price the same way, right? And it, if your competitor happened to have your the price online, you know, you can at least get a hint of in what level they are, but um, you can't. You don't know what deals they're making. They may be, and they and they may changing prices on the website eight times a day. They may be geotagging their pricing so so that where where you are, you see different prices. They they may um, set it up so that uh, if you return to the website, you'll see a different price. 
so um so it's 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 not a it's not a good way of doing it and and the second problem with with um with that is that it's often the first step into the commoditization uh death spiral right mm. because that you, you you know your price should say the same and then suddenly you start to use the same marketing messages and you have the same feature functions and at that point the lowest price win right mm-hmm. <laughs> and and as so it saps profitability and means that companies in that spiral is um they rarely recover you know because um lowest price wins so that is less resources for everything you know for product development for sales for marketing and so forth so uh pricing um to a competitor and if you especially if you do um if you don't do um uh, if you don't have competitors with pricing online it's almost impossible to get um get a competitor's pricing so and and so that's a big big mistake the other one is uh cost plus you know you take uh, your cost um of the product or service and and you add sort of a fixed margin and and different industries have different rules of thumb um if you're old school type um um manufacturing it's typically like you add 35% or you add 50% if you're in retail, you add hundred percent typically, so you double your 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 cost. Um, in some industries, it's five times cost. In other industries, it's ten times cost. Right. The problem with with cost based pricing is that yeah, you want to price so you don't sell at a, a loss, but the cost has nothing to do with the value you deliver. Right. <laughs> you know, you can you can you can think about just uh, let's say a, a if you if you thought experiment here you know um you can you you can go and and, and buy a um uh you know a, a, a luxury wallet you know for a thousand bucks somewhere you know um at a luxury re- retailer or sort you know and you can also go to to walmart and buy a wallet for for five bucks right um and um yeah maybe the the, the more expensive one cost 10 bucks to make and then the cheaper ones take cost uh, one buck to make but but the 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 difference in price is still massive you know right so price have nothing also costs have nothing to do with the um, um the level of, of benefits that that um that you deliver and so the how- third one go, uh, ahead. Yeah, go ahead no the third mistake is is simply guessing Okay. Some people say some people say uh, market price, which is a euphemism for guessing. I mean, it's, I know what the market is paying for this. Mm. No, you don't. <laughs> You're guessing, and and let me tell you a story about that. I um, the SaaS company um, I spoke to a couple of years ago, and they said the CEO said, "I decided that our price is going to be one hundred sixty five dollars uh, a month per user," and then he continued. But I don't know if that's the right price. Maybe it should be 99. Maybe it should be 250. But 165 felt good. Is he leaving money on the table? Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do you think then, why do why do companies make these mistakes? I mean, you started off kind of answering that question, first of all, of, of saying they, they don't, they're not even thinking about pricing. And it sounds like, I mean, I felt like I went through a mental exercise with you right there about, 
the assumptions they make and then the problems with it. So, you know, why are they just inherently making these mistakes? Well, two things. First of all, um, business schools, um, business school doesn't doesn't teach out pricing in any way in shape near or shape or form similar to 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 reality. They they teach our pricing as a as a as an academic uh, theoretical um, exercise that has nothing to do with the reality. Hmm. Uh, and secondly, um, there's sort of a lot of people think there's magic when it comes to to pricing, but it's not. It, it's it's process. It's understanding what your customers are willing to pay and then price accordingly. Got it. Got it. Um, so if schools aren't teaching it, then uh, it sounds like you're teaching it. And then, so how did you get to the point of teaching it? You know, were you a businessman yourself? How, how did you gain yeah, the, this knowledge? The, uh, yeah. So here's the story. I, I ran a couple of companies in Europe before I came here to the US to establish a a division of a fairly large um, public company and ran that. Uh, and then I had another four CEO jobs. Um, and uh, we did experiments with pricing only because I was interested in the topic. And um, some of those experiments were very successful, meaning that, you know, next quarter revenues are up 25%. Uh, others were complete duds. And what I learned in business school was that academic theoretical pricing theories that had nothing to do with reality. So it didn't help us to understand why some of those experiments worked and others didn't. So um, 15 years ago, actually, I decided I was too old and too opinionated to be a hired gun. So um, I set up my own shop and I developed a process that makes every pricing experiment a success. Amazing. Tell us about that. Um, you know, what the, I mean, you obviously designed it yourself. I mean, you know, how long of an exercise was that? Um, I would love to know a little bit more. Well, um, I, I realized that the, the, the key to good pricing is, is simply to, to, to understand what, um, what, what com <laughs> companies, sorry, what clients to a company are willing to pay. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, um, I, I looked at the various ways of 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 finding out, and and I found that they were all um, pretty, um, how should I say, incomplete. So what we did was that I developed a, a different way of of um, of measuring what 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 customers to a company or non-customers to a company are willing to pay for a product or a service, and it's based on online polling. And um, it, um, it, it consists of a number of questions where we ask, um, we ask uh, the, the people who are polled to equate value and quality and benefit with a price. And, and uh, you can't ask people what they're willing to pay. You know, that doesn't work, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but you can ask them how they equate price with value and specifically what... Um, what price that that equates to a too low value, and what price that equates to a that what price is too high, whatever the value is, you know, and and um, and then we developed our own AI software to support the the analytics of of, of these data points, and um, the result of all of this is that we can accurately predict sales volume. Uh, revenues and profitability at different prices. Amazing. And once you have that information, it's just takes five seconds to set the right price. Yeah. 
Are you guys, do you work, are you working with any, do you guys work with any designers, architects, that sort of service field? Um, we are working, um, I mean, we've done, we're on project number 739. So we've done, we've done projects in all different industries and we've done for digital, you know, digital, um, uh, digital agencies we've done for, um, we haven't done for specific architects. We have, um, we worked with, we priced about 1500 condos, right? Mm -hmm. um, we, um, we worked with um, people selling building material. We worked with people selling uh, different software solutions to architects. Um, uh, we haven't worked with architects. Okay, uh, but obviously that's a um, that's a that, that they're a service provider and and it's a fairly commoditized um, um, business. So the, the 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 way and this is this is what we teach our people is that um, we teach our people our people our customers how to decommoditize themselves mm. so they get pricing power and can increase sales at higher prices. Okay, got it. What so one one thing I've always curious about. I hear all the different kinds of numbers, you know, where um on the sales side of things of you should feel comfortable losing 50, you know, 50% of the of the clients you go after or 60% or 40%. Do you have any numbers that actually stick out for folks like myself? This is mainly a design and architecture podcast. Um so we have a lot yeah, of that no, in the audience. It's, it's it goes back to um what, what I just said. I mean, let me um just as 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 an example i got an um, email last week from <clears throat> a client we helped in in uh, back in q3 no q q2 actually and he made the the pricing changes in his uh, company in q3 and he said uh yeah we lost a few customers uh but uh, revenues are up 150% right Mm -hmm. So um, there isn't a um, there isn't a magic number. It's all about uh, how you, again, how you differentiate yourself. Um, another client from early this year uh, doing a particular kind of building material. Um, um, actually, what they do is they they make uh, ready made panels for that you can build buildings with, and they're CNC milled, so mm -hmm. accuracy is less than uh, an eighth of an inch, and um, and uh, we found that uh, uh, they could easily increase their prices with between twenty-eight and thirty percent without losing any volume, and wow. and um, and uh, because they they were able to differentiate themselves. Wow! And 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 um, and I know from you know from from the company that they they yeah it's it's it worked right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and, and this, the, the, again, it's all about understanding willingness to pay. Yeah. Yeah. I like the questions that you, that you, that you basically asked and sort of getting some feel in a sales meeting, uh, seems appropriate like that, you know, just, I'm just trying to understand their, how they, how they, what their well, metric is for value. Yeah. First of all, I don't know. Um, I mean, what, one thing that is for sure, which is, um, I think very very important in your particular business is not to sell on time and material, mm -hmm. right? Uh, because time and material always leads to, um, it always needs to leads to negotiations of, of hourly time. And did you really work this much? And yada, 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 you know? 
and and when you sell something so here here's the facts that as humans when we make our buying decision the risk that we see in making that decision is 2.25 times higher than our expected benefits right so so as humans as we make decisions we are risk adverse and when when you go out and instead of say, sell, selling time and material which put the risk on the buyer right mm -hmm. you say this is a project and i'm going to do this project and it's going to cost this much then the buyer especially if it's a corporate buyer can budget that and there's no uncertainty right and and because there is no uncertainty uh, buyers are typically willing to pay at least 30 percent higher than what they would uh, um, if if it's time and material yeah yeah you know mm -hmm. and it increased your bottom line i mean we're seeing the uh the fruits of that on our side right now i you know we we, we shifted from that model very a long time ago mm -hmm. um what are some pricing tips that you could give our audience um, that well, they could even go apply back. today? Go ahead. Yeah, we can go back to 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 what you just you, you like the questions and what you can do, especially if you're a small firm. Um, um, you you can go out and ask potential customers. This is not your current customers. It is not your prospects, but it's you find twenty five people who could possibly become customers. Yeah, right. Now, if you can't find 25 people, um, then you have a bigger problems than pricing, right? Um, but, and then you you all, you describe your service, you specifically describe your differentiators, you know, which could be um, the, the, the type of work you do, the, the, the if, you, if you talk about quality, you have to, uh, anybody can say we do high quality. You have to be able to um, quantify that quality in some way, right? Um, and and then you ask now, Mr. Potential Customer or Mrs. Potential Customer, um, now that you know our services, um, what what is a price that you think is so low that you wouldn't buy it because you think we overprice, we overpromise and won't be able to deliver? Mm. Right? Okay. And 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 once you have that, you then follow up with with a question saying, um, and assuming the opposite that we are going to over deliver um, in any way shape or form what is the price that is so high that it wouldn't you wouldn't buy it no matter how good we are right mm -hmm. once you talk to 25 people um and have those two data points you um you 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 take the average of those right and suddenly you have a range of where your prices should be not below this one and not above that one interesting i like you that huh, yeah it's very simple um it it doesn't mean that you're optimizing your pricing and obviously your price should be towards the high end of that range mm -hmm. and if you can find more more people to talk to so eventually you may even have 100 people that you talk to and this may be over a year you know mm -hmm. um you can say okay the profile of these folks have a higher range than the profile of those folks Right, and then you can start focusing your sales and marketing towards a, a a customer segment that have a higher willingness to pay than another customer segment. Yeah, yeah, simple. Uh, 
I think I already but, know the but, answer. Go ahead. Yeah, but let me, uh, the phraseology here is really key, right? Mm -hmm. um, you cannot in any shape form say, how much are you willing to pay? Okay. What you is know? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Right. It's sort of, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you equate, what is the price that you equate with inferior quality? What is the what is the price that is just too high, no matter what the quality? Right, right. It's sort of the inverse way that of of phrasing, and I think what your your gut reaction is to do what, what you were what you just said not to do. Right. It feels like the inverse to me, which yeah. seems more fruitful in the end. Yeah. Um, I feel like you you're already gonna. I know the answer to this question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Is good pricing an art or is it a science? This is it's it's a process. It's neither. It's neither. Or if it is, if 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 it is anything, it's science, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's certainly not an art. Yeah, uh, and I assume I, I think I know the answer to this one too. Do you think every company can improve their pricing, or do you think some people are you're learning from, and because they already got it down? Um, among these seven hundred odd projects we've done, I think on on two occasions. We have seen uh, a company that has prices that was identical to uh, the willingness to pay measure. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So not many. Um, not many. Yeah. Amazing. What is the uh, what is the single uh, most effective advice that you could give the audience today? Increase your prices. Okay. And be comfortable. Don't you think the caveat to that is be comfortable with? Yeah. Be comfortable increasing your prices because if it's um, um i mean if, if if it backfires you can always re you can always lower them right right um now uh, as opposed to if you lower your prices it's a process and it takes a long time to to get it up again you know so um and and um the the uh, just increase prices and 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 be comfortable see what happens i have a um on 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 our website um and also actually on amazon there is a i've written a guide called the seven easy steps to increase prices uh with a subtitle um and keep your customers happy right mm -hmm. um and it's a guide it takes 20 25 minutes to to read and um and and it's talking about the process and the process is the process is all based on on uh, <clears throat> on communication, both internal to the company and external to customers. Yeah. The, one of my former bosses, so you say increased prices, does that apply to existing customers? Because one of my former bosses, he was very adamant about this. And by the way, their company went defunct, it went flat. They, they actually went, you know, they, they split up and everything. And now we're, we were one of their biggest competitors, but they said, uh, he said, it's very difficult to increase your fees with an existing client. Would you no. agree with that? No, it's not. Why not? Because if if you think that it's difficult to to increase prices to existing customers, um, you have accepted that you are a commodity, mm. right? And in a commodity market, the lowest price always win, right? Yeah. And um, meaning that you have to find ways of decommoditize your offering, and. And 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 that can be all different things. It it, it could be, again, <clears throat> it could be your particular uh, expertise. You have expertise that uh, that few others have. 
it it could be um, the speed of delivery. It could be um, it could be certain guarantees. It could be um, you know anything that that is is valid for 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 your particular business. Yeah, um, and for your particular customers, right? Um, but uh, if if in fact you are being if if your company is being perceived as a commodity then you get exactly that um uh, that um uh reaction that you mentioned yeah yeah i could see that uh two we're running up on the half hour here per this has been great mm -hmm. uh, you have so, you have so much good advice and i hope everybody in the end checks out your guys's website and we can bring some customers to you um so first question is uh, knowing what you know now, and if you could go back in time to when you first started your business, what is one piece of advice you give your former self? The first, um, well, the first company I ran, um, we uh, we tried to come in with a better product at a lower price, and and it was so hard. Mm. It was so hard because um, we came in with with our better product. Um, we, um, we, we were living on razor thin margins and it meant that we could never market ourselves in a proper way. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so we ended up struggling and, um, had I known what I know today, we, we would have come in at much higher prices and we were actually selling that product through resellers and, resellers marked up the product tremendously so they made a lot of money right we didn't make a lot of money right and 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 so that was a um, uh, that was a that was a mistake um the um the other uh, that i would have um the, the the other issue that i that i probably would have um um learned from uh, based on what i know now again is the importance of marketing um, if they, you know, the, you have the saying, if you build it, they will come. No, they will not, <laughs> you know, um, and, and, and the, 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 the very, very importance of, of marketing being out there all the time, uh, reminding, uh, your market about your existing, your existence and specifically your differentiators. Yeah. Yeah, so important, especially for architects. I don't know if you know this, Per, but they're very afraid of marketing. They they yeah. think exactly that. If you build it, they will come. And that is, I'm we're here to say that they are not 100%. No. Um, per, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today. Where can people find and follow you and your company? Hey, Lance, I, I appreciate that. I uh, like this conversation too. Um, the easiest way to find me is just Google search for the Price Whisper. Um, you can also... Um, you know, you the URL, the price whisper dot me. Um, but Google search me, you find my YouTube channel, you find my company, you find my my book, also called the price whisper. Uh, and um, and uh, you know, reach out if you have questions. I I'd love to talk to and help companies. Fantastic. Thanks so much for your time yeah. today, Per. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Bye bye. All right. Bye.